Hey, how's 2014 treating you? This is Jack Mangan, and this is a post-deadpan deadpan. Got some stuff to share from you, including two, count them two, sets of travel updates from the ambassador, Amy Bowen. Extra meows from... Actually, this is from Beckham. It's not our usual guest meower on deadpan. Through two hockey audio debts that were paid up quite a while ago, but that will be heard here. Some news, and of course, some greasy nipples, which are, for those who've forgotten, the greasy nipples are the comments read off the comments page. And why they're called that is, uh, well, it's not worth the retelling. All right, and now I have a cat rolling around on my head. So I'm going to click pause and queue up some audio files. Good morning, Deadpan. This is Vinny Boat, a.k.a. the Deadpan Ambassador. Yes, it's me with another series of April 2014 airport updates. I'm going to keep calling them in as long as this voicemail line is still active. I'm at my home terminal in Omaha. Today is Sunday, April 6, 2014. I am going to California to visit my parents and sisters, and I'm going to Disneyland! I will make sure to post links to pictures um, on the deadpan discussion board. Um, gray, overcast morning, really quiet at the airport, no line to check in at 8 a.m. on a Sunday morning, hardly at all. Um, just lands in Phoenix today, I will wave and say hi. Um, and that's about it. Talk to you later. Bye. Hello, Deadpan. This is Amy Bowen, a.k.a. the Deadpan Ambassador. This is Amy Bowen's airport update of uh, uh, early April 2013 edition. I'm sorry, 2014 edition, my mistake. Episode number two. Here I am at good old PHX. Had a long, almost three-hour layover um, between flights today. And I spent the first hour having a very nice lunch in a restaurant with a very nice fellow traveler named Sandy, who happens to be, who happens to live in the same general area of California as my parents do that I'm visiting. So we've just been chatting and having a pretty good time. And we have, having a fun time. I'm gonna sit down. Wait out two hours, got email to read through. Um, I'll call again when I hit the ground in California. Bye. It's okay with the dryer. Yes. Alright, this is Jack Mangan and Desert Pixie here. And because the Canadia men's hockey team <laughs> in the 2014 Wimper, Wimper Olympics in Sochi because they defeated both Sweden and the USA. Boo. We are now going to fulfill our hockey obligation to the Energizer Bunny. We cannot get a hold of Silver Streak in time, so we're going to watch Reboot, which is hilarious. That's a Canadian TV show. I don't know what Reboot is a boot. (laughs) Um, Honestly, it looks very silly, but hopefully it'll be lots of fun. The cat already objects. <laughs> All right, I'm going to push play and then 
you know, we'll we'll tell you what we think. And we have our, our Canadian maple syrup here with us. That's true. Mainframe. They're green. They're mint green. And blue. They're mint green. Oh. Oh. This is 1994. That looks it. This is pre-Toy Story CGI. <laughs> or right around the same time. They got everything. They got the, um, oh my god, what are those things called from Tatooine? That yeah, Luke Skywalker like, drove in. It's like a land speeder. Land speeder. A land speeder. They say the user lives outside the net and inputs games for pleasure. No one knows for sure. Oh, he's purple. But I intend to find out. Reboot! Oh. Oh, picture. Picture. Reboot. Oh. The Tearing, written by Mark Hoffmeyer, story by Lane Ringcraft and somebody else I missed. Alright, hold on. Alright, we're going to enjoy the show. I paused it temporarily. We're going to enjoy the show, and we'll be back in 22 minutes. Hello, Dead Pan. This is Amy Bowen again. I'm, this is Amy Bowen's airport update, early April 2013 edition, episode number three. I have a baggage claim process to start, and this is a fun trip because I was together in Phoenix, and we are yeah, traded emails and Facebook screen names. So that was a fun and enjoyable trip. I'm only here for two days, and I will call again with episode four on Tuesday morning. Bye. Hello, Deadpan. This is Amy Rowan, aka the Deadpan Ambassador. Sorry about the airport. Sorry about the airport announcements. I hope you can still understand what I'm saying. This is uh, Amy Rowan's airport update. Uh, Early April 2014 edition, episode number four. Back at Ontario International Airport in Ontario, California. Waiting for my breakfast order from the Carl's Jr. that I always go to. It is still dark. That's what I get for going on a flight that leaves at 6.20 a.m. I had to set my alarm for 3.45 this morning so I could get here on time. That is fun. I, well, I'm going to be flying into the sunrise. Hopefully I'll be able to get to see it somewhat from my airplane. That might be fun. Um... But this is going to be an interesting day. I hope I don't fall asleep when I'm at my big meeting tonight. I'll talk to you when I get to my flight transfer in Denver. See you soon. Bye. Hello, Dead Pen. This is Amy Bowen, a.k.a. the Dead Pen Ambassador. This is Amy Bowen's airport update, uh, air, April 2014 edition, episode number five, at the gorgeous... Spacious, 
Terminal C at Denver International Airport. Um, off to the to gate T43, which means I have to walk across the central plaza to get to it. And just have a 45-minute connection, very quick. Um, but plenty of time to get done what I needed to get done. And once one more short flight away from home. I'll talk to you when I get there. Bye. And we're back at the end of the episode called The Tearing Reboot. So, Jack, what'd you think? This is season one, episode one. So, you know, of course... Is it 90... Wait, did that say 1991? I thought it was 1994. Anyway, you know, certainly ahead of its time. Certainly had some, some cleverness behind it. But yeah, it's definitely, you know, hokey after-school kids cartoon stuff. Um... And yeah, a lot of Uncanny Valley. It was kind of like a mix of Tron and, you know, a dolled-up Neuromancer and and um, a little bit of a little bit of Toy Story. But again, yeah, very like Uncanny Valley, like Uncanny Grand Canyon. But again, it's all a product of its time. So I appreciate this exposure to Canadian culture. Um, you know, outside of you can't do that on television in Turkey TV, that's about all the, ki- the Canadian kids programming I'd, I'd ever seen. So, thank you, Bunny. It was a a fun twenty two minutes and thirty four seconds. Thank you, Bunny. I um, I personally liked the um, Pong Oracle, is what I'm referring to him as, the little Asian guy that was playing Pong with Bob. And then when Bob won, said, you're worthy of my advice, just reminded me of the Oracle from the Matrix. And then later on when they, I don't know, they booted into a game, I think, that reminded me of Wreck-It Ralph. And then Jack so kindly educated me that it's really kind of taken from Tron. So a lot of jargon I don't understand that was in the movie or in the show that they were referring to, but silly, silly fun. So thank you again, Miss Bunny, for the recommendation. And go Team USA. That's right. Our debts are fulfilled. Although, actually, there's still another Finland debt that's owed by, by Ms. USA. <laughs> but I'm, I'm square now. <laughs> All right. Thanks again. Jack and Desert Pixie out. Out. Oat. Jack and Desert Pixie, oot. Oot. For sure. Eh. And so... The deadpan has now been owed a song by me. Finland, Finland, Finland. The country where I want to be Pony trekking or camping Or just watching TV So far from Japan Quite a long way from Cairo Lots of miles from Vietnam. 
So far from Japan, quite a long way from Cairo. Lots of miles from Vietnam. Finland, the poor second to Belgium. When going abroad, we are cold when we are strong. In one breath, we can still grow. Ed from Texas. Ed. From Texas. Ed. From Texas. Finland has it Finland has it all. Do not try and bend the spoon. That's impossible. Instead, only try to realize the truth. What truth? 
There is no spoon. There is no spoon? Then you'll see that it is not the spoon that bends. It is only yourself. I am an FBI agent! For those wondering what a greasy nipple sounds like, well, you're about to hear a whole bunch, because we had a whole bunch from the most recent posting. Lopan says, Watched Silent Running for the first time in forever. Fun 80s sci-fi, but those Joan Baez songs, ellipsis, yeesh. The Energizer Bunny says, My cookies have stopped screaming and are now cooling their heels on my counter. Ed from Texas says, That was never one of our Palooza movies, was it? How do we let such a thing happen? He's actually talking about Big Trouble in Little China. More to come about that in this episode. Justa Joe says, Saw one episode. Enjoyed, but I thought the language ellipsis, well, it struck me as a little forced. Almost like he was throwing in a few curse words to make sure everyone knew he was all grown up now. I think he would be just as funny without the roughness and would expand his geeky goodness to the next generation. See what I did there? Sinful says, are you watching in the buff fan? Okay, I'll watch the cheeky humor ellipsis. Vanamon says, your crap joke for the day. A man went into the dentist and said, how much will it cost to have teeth taken out? $90, said the dentist. That's ridiculous, said the man. I could lose the anesthetic and it would cost $60. That's still too expensive, said the man. If I don't use any anesthesia, I could knock that price down to 20 Still too much, said the man. Well, one of my students can do it for $10, said the dentist. Perfect, said the man. Book my wife for next Monday. The Roaming Asshat says, Tattoo update. One of the people I work with has developed an augmented reality app that can use the tattoo as a recognition image. I need to find some cool 3D models of arms, and he needs to make the app work in the iTunes store. Once we both get our shit together... I can use the app to scan my arm, and it will show a regular scene from the phone's camera with my arm replaced by, oh, let's say, Spider-Man's arm. And when I tap a button on the phone, my augmented reality arm will shoot a web or ignite a lightsaber, or what have you. Given some time, this will be awesome. We live in the future. Retro says, SPF 50, head to toe. Should be ready for a wet and wild day. Espy says, I am so very behind, ditto. Haven't tried the chicken yet, but it's on my list. I'm buying a new grill this weekend. May try it there. Sleepy, ellipsis. John Bowes says, coffee crisps made an appearance on a trivia category I wrote recently, ellipsis. DJ Bunny says, yes, Van, it's hazelnut cream filled. How did we miss that one? Amy Bowen says, so did we. I didn't get any hail at my place, but some parts of town did. It was a quote, glued to the TV watching nonstop local weather coverage and waiting for weather alerts, quote, kind of night. I was ready to go hiding, hide out in the laundry room on the bottom floor of my building if I had to, but thankfully I didn't have to. DJ Bunny says, the devil is planning something. Ditto says, I started reading the Walking Dead comics. Pretty good so far, similar but some surprising differences. Desert Pixie says, Darth Vader can run, but he cannot hide from Wedges and the Rebel Alliance. Maybe that's supposed to be Wedge. First of the week, Ed from Texas says, I shall be quiet as a mouse then. Nope, not going to talk. You can't make me. My lips are sealed, I tell you. Do your worst. I'll never submit. Never, Ellipsis. Never, Ellipsis. Never going to give you up. Actually, that wasn't the first of the week. That was the first of the month or however long it's been. Good 
morning, Deadpan. This is Amy Bowen, a.k.a. the Deadpan Ambassador. I am proud to present Amy Bowen's Airport Update, the Cruise Edition. I am leaving this voicemail at approximately 6 a.m. Central Time on the morning of Wednesday, April 30th, uh, 2014, and I have been waiting for this day to come for such a long time. I am on a transatlantic cruise as part of a group that my godparents organized, and I will be sharing a cabin with my mom while we sail across the Atlantic Ocean for a week. And then at the end, I also get to see Portugal and Spain. I'm really, really excited about this trip, and I'm really excited to bring you airport updates. No, I will not be bringing you airport updates from the airport in Europe, at least not by calling the voicemail. I might make a voice recording just using the voice recording app and then transfer it to some other device later, but I will not be calling the voicemail from there. However, I will be bringing you airport updates while I'm in the U.S., starting with this morning at here in my home terminal, the southwest terminal of the Omaha airport. I've got my coffee. I've been up for two hours already. I had to get up at 4 a.m. to get on this flight. But I'm really, really excited, and I get to go through Baltimore today. I've never been to Baltimore. I've never even been to the airport in Baltimore. So that's finally going to be a new airport update for a change. So I'm excited to bring you that, but come to think of it, I've never been to the one in Fort Lauderdale either. So stay tuned. More airport updates to come. Hello, Deadpan. This is Amy Bowen, a.k.a. the Deadpan Ambassador. This is Amy Bowen's Airport Update, Cruise Edition, Episode Number 2, BWI, Baltimore, Washington International Airport. That's where I am right now, and this is my first time here. Uh, first impressions, it's very neat, uh, very standard layout. It's awfully dark in here, a lot darker than it usually is in airports, but that's mostly because it. I can see there are skylights above, but it's a gray rainy, cloudy day out here. So it's kind of dark because there's mostly because there's not much sun outside. I've got a good hour and 20 minutes to hang out here, relax, have a good time. My gates are very close together. They're in the same terminal. So I'm going to have some lunch and get on my flight to Fort Lauderdale. Um, I guess that's it for now. Talk to you later. Bye. Hi, Deadpan. It's Amy Bowen. I'm calling because I need to make an addendum to Amy Bowen's Airport Update, Cruise Edition, Episode 2. I wanted to tell you about two really cool things that I saw here at the Baltimore Airport. One of them was I ran across a middle school group who was here to visit Washington, D.C. They all had red custom tour T-shirts. And the other really cool thing that's really unique to this airport is that along a row of windows at the end of this terminal where it connects to the other terminal, there's a row of rocking chairs facing the windows. So you can sit down, relax, watch planes take off and land from a rocking chair. I'd never seen that before and I thought it was really wonderful and made this airport unique. Very cool. All right, thanks for sticking it out with this undead pan here. Amy Bowen's saga, her second saga, is not yet complete, 
but um, we'll let her get to the dramatic conclusion after uh, after this outro babble, this premature outro babble. You know, happens more as you get older. There's lots of news, so I will be brief. First the deadpan news, and then my personal news. So just nod and feign interest. Deadpan news, there is a meetup coming up this year. There will be one for 2014. It's all booked and everything. It will not be in Arizona as per usual. It will actually be in the lovely state of Colorado. We have some local deadpan on the ground there. We should have many of the usual suspects, plus a few first-time meetup attendees. And hopefully my voice will be there this time, since that fucker couldn't be bothered to show up for the last one. If you have any questions at all about the meetup, then send me an email, jackatjackmangan.com, but you knew that. Jump into the conversation for this, the deadpan conversation for this episode, or of course, there's the Facebook page. Uh, me, you can find me and all uh, just about all the deadpan folks on Facebook. Um, but uh, there's also the deadpan the deadpan page, which is called Fans of Jack Mangan. Also, you heard in these here Greasy Spoon comments from Ed from Texas was asking about paloozas. You know, the palooza word comes up every so often around these parts. So I think that's something that even as our lives got busy and even as our priorities shifted, I think we all stayed interested in the paloozas. So Ed was asking about Big Trouble in Little China makes a lot of sense and now's a good time since just a joe just watched it he can record some audio as it's fresh in his mind i know we've all seen big trouble in little china or or just about all of us have seen it but it just seems like ed from texas's point is is a is correct and this movie is rife for palooza ing so if not big trouble in little china you know there's also the big lebowski which has been suggested big or, of course, the how many minutes can you make it before you have to turn it off crazy, mindfuck, low-budget kaiju film called Big Man Japan. You know, this isn't a dictatorship. It can be any one of those or, or anything if you have other ideas. But uh, I'm going to go with uh, with what the, the general sentiment has been. I think I'm going to strongly advocate for Big Trouble in Little China. So if no one objects, let's do it. The voicemail line is still there. It still works. 480-788-JMDP. Or, of course, you can email me. You can either call the voicemail line or you can email me. Your thoughts and your creative creations, audio creations, about Big Trouble in Little China. We can do the hell of deadpan paloozas. I think it'll be a great time. Again, you know, that or Big Man Japan. One last bit of deadpan news that's actually palooza-related. Amy Bowen. And some guests were kind enough to record their, some more thoughts on Repo Man, which is um, an old-timey deadpan palooza film. So you're actually going to hear yet another good half-hour-ish audio episode featuring lots and lots of Amy Bowen. Uh, that'll be coming in the near future, actually. It'll definitely be coming this summer. Otherwise, you know... I, this undead pan has been fun to do. Obviously, the production values are even lesser than they were before, if that was possible. But uh, these are going to be pretty infrequent. There will be audio unshows and silent unshows. Um, 
But, you know, these full-length audio episodes will be rare. But thanks to Amy Bowen, we do have one on deck. All right, my personal news. Most of you know the big, big news for me and Desert Pixie from 2014. But if you don't, yes, it happened in in March 2014, and we're very excited. If you're listening to this, you probably knew that already, but uh, we'll keep you posted when we have an official date. Otherwise, you know, I miss deadpan. I miss the creative stuff. I'm a little in a little bit of a creative lull. There's a little bit of a leave of absence these days for me from uh, creativity. I mean, I'm doing some things here and there, but overall, I'm keeping things low-key. Seriously, I have the desire and the will and the want to return to my active creativity. But you know what? I'm, I'm tired, man. I'm tired. And, you know, that's to be expected when a relentless enemy declares war on you, I guess. But, anyway, that's how it is. I dream of returning to active creativity eventually. You know, I seem to have a renewed interest in finding good board games and good comics. Does that sound like the lamest midlife crisis ever? If so, then, you know, just pretend I said fast women and fast cars. Anyway, on that note, let's get back to Amy's travels. We're going to close this out with the last recording I've, I've done the last musical recording. I've done a song called new year's Eve. It's actually a song I wrote in the nineties, but didn't record until 2013. And, you know, I think the editing still needs some cleaning and polishing, but, um, I presented here something I debuted right at the very, very end of the official deadpan run. So, just want to put it out there again. I think there's a really, really good song in there. There's a song I'm really proud of in there. You know, if you can listen through the grime, you'll hear it. Before that, I give you Amy Bowen. Take it away, Amy. Good night, Mush. Good night, Deadpan. I'm not coming back after the Bowen or the music. Hello, Deadpan. This is Amy Bowen, a.k.a. the Deadpan Ambassador. This is Amy Report Update. Cruise Edition, episode number three. I landed in Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale about 15, 20 minutes ago now. I'm at Baggage Flame, still waiting for my suitcase to come out. And I, Fort Lauderdale Airport, in sharp contrast to Baltimore's, is very light and airy, and it's very pretty. And there's palm trees everywhere, especially here at the Baggage Flame area, inside and outside. You can definitely tell you're in Florida. This is a super neato airport. It's very pretty. It's got a really cool mural and very much reflects the area it's in. Boy, it's neat to be back in Florida. I recognized landmarks when I flew in from when I used to live here during my AmeriCorps year. Um, already met up with one of my traveling companions so far, and so we're trying to coordinate our group. Sorry about the background noise. As I was saying, we're trying to coordinate our group of traveling companions, and I've already met one of them. So this will be the end of my air travel for today. I'll call again in a couple of weeks when I'm, as soon as I get back into the U.S. Then I might make some audio recordings at international airports too, possibly. Thanks. Bye. Hello, Dead Dan. This is Amy Bowen, a.k.a. the Dead Dan Ambassador. 
This is Amy Bowen's Airport Update, Spring 2014 Cruise Edition, Episode Number 7. Let's see, Barcelona, then Amsterdam. Barcelona was 4, and Amsterdam was 5. Okay, this is 6. Right, 7 will be when I get back to Omaha. This is 6. It's been a really long day. So, like I said, Detroit Airport, never been here before. Um, International Arrival Terminal is the plainest and most undecorated and unappealing building you could ever possibly imagine. Not the, probably the worst point to enter the U.S. Although that is not a reflection on the people. The people have been extremely helpful and extremely patient with me. Uh, both on the customs and immigration side of things and on the Delta side of things. In fact, one of the Delta agents explained to me that they see one or two bags go missing from international flights coming from Schiphol Airport in Amsterdam all the time, and that this isn't an uncommon thing. So the plan of action he gave to me is uh, go talk to and work with the Delta baggage office at your final destination airport, which would be Omaha, and they and get them to help you. So there, I did not, I didn't, I only packed one pair of work pants and none of my work shoes, and only one of my work socks. I have plenty more at home. Um, the actual terminal itself isn't bad. It's got a nice tile mural and everything. It is decently open to the outside. Uh, too bad it's such a cloudy day around here. Um, je- uh, check-in for my final leg from here to Omaha is very fast. didn't take more than 15 minutes, and I have at least 40 minutes to hang out at the gate. I'm calling from the gate for my last flight. And I'll talk to you when I get there. Bye. Hello, Deadpan. This is Amy Bowen's Airport Update. Spring 2014 Cruise Edition. Episode number seven. Yes, I can count. I have just landed in Omaha Airport. It's actually an off-airport update. I was just in so much of a hurry to get the whole thing up over with, I didn't even get around to making the phone call until after I'd already left the airport. But I do have a baggage claim check number with Delta, and I, I have the situation explained, and there exists a, well, the baggage equivalent of a sport case. There's a reference number for it, and I am supposed to call after 24 hours and I'm expecting a phone call if I, either way, well, one or the other, uh, regarding the location of the luggage. In all likelihood, it just never got transferred off of my first flight onto my second one. Uh, it's just about to be completely dark here in Omaha, which is good, because of course, I am utterly exhausted, and my brain still thinks it's 3 or 4 a.m. I kind of slept, sort of dozed on the last flight, which is more than I'm usually able to do. I'm really surprised myself. <clears throat> oh, 
Also, I forgot to mention, I never fly Delta. I always fly Southwest. I've never even been in the A-terminal at the Omaha airport before. It's much longer than the other part. But, I mean, it's much longer than the B-terminal. More elongation doesn't have the cool cafe right in the center. There's food. It's just not the center kiosk there. It's really, really quiet at 9 a.m. on on a 9 p.m. on a Wednesday night. Ours was the only flight that came in. Uh, I guess that's it. Bye.